0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Freedom Strips. I'm your host, Keaton. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Justin. And, uh... Boy, oh boy, what a wild few days for the news this has been. If you guys thought 2018 was bad for media sensationalism and fake news, my God, just wait to see what 2019 has in store for you, because holy cow, the media has gotten a jump start on making themselves look even worse, uh, which I did not think was possible but they keep proving me wrong justin
0: <laughs> they just keep piggying back off each other too like oh this guy's got a sensational story let's just uh, add a couple things to it and we'll we'll do our own little version of it and then they send it out
1: yeah it's just everybody telling their own truths so uh, last episode we just got done covering that buzzfeed debacle right and i thought we were good for a while you're talking <laughs> about the, the media boo story
0: right that really important Boo story oh, they put out?
1: Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> definitely Boo was uh, definitely on the top of the list on important things at BuzzFeed. But right below that was the uh, the Michael Cohn piece. Uh, and I thought we were good until the media could, could top that complete flop of a story, right? So it, it turns out they couldn't even make it 24 hours before they pulled off one of the most – I mean, heinous examples uh, of journalistic malpractice and just straight-up narrative-driven BS that I've ever seen. So today we're going to cover the media bloodlust over this viral video that made the rounds on Saturday of these Covington Catholic High School students. Justin, you see all this?
0: Oh, you're talking about that really, really harmless Native American man that did nothing, right? was brutally attacked by all those individuals with red hats.
1: Oh yeah, he, he barely made it out alive with all those red hats surrounding well,
0: him. Well, it, it all depends on which videos you seen first, right? Because that's really that's really what it came down to. It's whatever videos hit the damn market first, those are the ones that, that people seen, they took it for what the face value showed, no one bothered to look back into it. Nothing. So it all depends on what video you wait and seen. Because uh, if you would have seen the part two of those videos, then you would have had a different reaction. But, you know, we'll Absolutely.
1: get Absolutely. And so what we're going to do is... So most of you have probably already seen this or at least heard about the video, Um, but for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay this out as it was originally reported, so like as this original video kind of got out there and the media started covering it, and then I'm going to go back through and tell you what actually happened because the more this story developed and the more uh, evidence and video footage that came out of this telling a different story, the, the more I mean, it just shed light on how far the left is willing to go to make Trump look bad. Uh, I I mean, even if it means completely destroying a kid's life, they, they don't care.
0: Yeah, and I mean, obviously we'll be playing a clip later on that actually has an individual that's pretty prominent that actually discusses this very thing and says it blatantly.
1: Absolutely. Yep. So the first thing I'm going to play for you guys is the CNN headline that first broke when this uh, video was first released. Now, the headline for this video, just so you guys know, is it's, quote, a viral video shows teens mocking Native American participating in the Indigenous People's March in Washington. Let's take a listen.
2: You've probably seen it by now, the viral video sweeping the internet of a mob of MAGA hat-wearing high school students surrounding a Native American chanting and drumming in the nation's capital at the Indigenous Peoples March. The native elder was identified as Nathan Phillips, a member of the Omaha Nation, and a Vietnam vet. He and others were harassed and taunted by students from Covington Catholic High School, a private all-boys school in Kentucky, who, according to the school's Facebook page, were in D.C. attending the March for Life. As the students clashed with another group, Phillips walked between them in an attempt to defuse the situation. The videos have drawn outrage from all corners. The communications director with the Roman Catholic Diocese of Covington released a brief statement today saying in part, we condemn the actions of the Covington Catholic high school students toward Nathan Phillips specifically and Native Americans in general the matter is being investigated, and we will take the appropriate action up to and including expulsion. Congresswoman Deb Holland of New Mexico. So, uh,
1: before we go on, I, I just love how the Roman Catholic diocese was even quick to jump on these kids before he had even seen anything. Like, hopefully his idea of appropriate action doesn't involve well, well, you know, well, the Keaton, molestation what do you, of more what do you, children.
0: What do you mean they were too quick to jump on these kids? Anytime there's kids around, they're going to be quick to jump on them. But either way... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially for the Catholic Church, am I right? Yeah,
0: they're gonna they're gonna need a little cleanup out there. And, and real quick, I, I want to give some backstory on this Nathan Phillips, this this war hero that CNN talked about. Just real quickly, so they call him a, a Vietnam War veteran. Okay, this this guy a clown first and foremost. He's a longtime activist. They've actually noted him to be at other, you know. Uh, Activisms, doing that stuff and you know parading around and doing his thing and saying all these things here's the thing with this guy there's a guy named don shipley who's an ex-navy seal his whole business is about calling out these stolen valor individuals right so he makes it a, a a thing to to look this guy up this guy it turns out that this individual wasn't active duty he was just a reservist for the marines he was in for four years and maintained the rank of private. So just to give some insight to people that don't know the rank structure, a private is like bare bones. So this guy didn't do anything to rank up for four years, which is pretty yeah. hard to do because the like a few of those ranks are just give me's, you know, they just give those to you. And not only that, he found out that there was multiple uh wall. Uh, negative marks throughout his career in the military for his four years.
1: Yeah, this this guy's a special character.
0: Yeah. So let's just silence that. He's definitely not any kind of war hero, Vietnam veteran, none of that.
1: Right, yeah. It was originally reported that he was a, and he even self-proclaimed as a Vietnam vet, but they actually retracted that uh, just yesterday, I believe, and and they retracted it in saying he was a Vietnam-era vet. Yeah. So let's get back into this video, finish this, and then we'll jump right in.
2: Mexico also tweeted This veteran put his life on the line for our country. The students' display of blatant hate, disrespect, and intolerance is a signal of how common decency has decayed under this administration. Heartbreaking. And my CNN colleague, Kirsten Powers, tweeted At the school's superintendent. What are you going to do about this, Superintendent Mike Kleins? This is absolutely contrary to Catholic teaching, and you know it. Do something. Also, these boys need a better education. You are failing them. Well, those are some tough words, and clearly these boys are not getting a good education because it makes little sense to angrily chant, build the wall, to a population with literally zero illegal immigrants who were here long before we were. You could also say their parents have failed them. We should teach our kids to treat people.
1: So one note, just to, for our listeners to remember, remember that line where Nathan Phillips said that they surrounded him and chanting, build the wall. That's going to come in a little bit later. Just remember that.
2: With respect, regardless of our politics and our differences. But ultimately, this failure is all of ours. I wish I could say to these students, there's no place for this in our society. You can't do this when you get older. But unfortunately, I'm wrong. Adults model this very behavior all the time. On so-
1: okay, so I'm going to stop it. Right I can't
0: there. stand listening to Bobo the clown here. My yeah, God. so
2: everything,
1: literally everything she just said is completely factually false. Everything besides the point when she said, it's our fault. Because, yes, it is your fault. I I. <laughs>
0: I really – like everything in that narrative right there was just – it made it – the way she talked is they they made it like it was just the apocalypse like just coming and everything was just dissipating into this ash. Everyone – the whole civilization was going downhill. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah. So, I mean for people listening to that Kind of breakdown from CNN for the first time. CNN is basically just telling you that these white Christian conservative teenagers wearing MAGA hats had just left the March for Life and decided they wanted to go pick up uh, – pick on some minorities. So they just go and surround this group of Native Americans – and were aggressively taunting them and chanting "Build that wall." And then they were painting this pic- uh, this picture of the evil, smirking teenager. Well, you and how reme- he's the face of racism. You got to remember. Obviously, the red hats
0: are the proverbial white hoods now, according to Alyssa Milano. That's well. exactly
1: right. Yeah. They they really are. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you know, you have numerous. Celebrities, Granted, some of them don't look highly upon them, but you have Kanye West, you had Dennis Rodman, you have uh, Obama's brother. You know, they're all people of color that wear this hat. And so you're just, you know, and the, the sad part is, is that they just call these people Uncle Toms and all these other things and just uh, disingenuous things that would... Just downplay their character. And, you know, it's it's like it's sad. You You know, you see this piece of clothing. It simply says make America great again, whether you believe in that statement or not. I mean, it's a simple statement. It doesn't have any racial slurs. It doesn't have any of that. And the only reason people hate this is because it has the name Trump attached to it.
1: That's the only, that is the, only reason that that's absolutely right. And I mean, the, the media doesn't even have the mental capacity to think, right? So this video that they released or that they're covering is pretty short. It's like a three minute video. Um, so they don't even have the mental capacity to put together. Okay. So there's like a hundred kids here. Um, and there's a lot of people outside watching this big commotion happening. It's 2019. Everybody's got a high quality camera in their pocket with their phones, uh, there might be some better video that we can you y- you know use to provide context or get new angles on the situation. Not, not only that, nope. not
0: only that. If you have someone perpetrating a certain story for a certain narrative for a certain audience, it, you, you know you would think that you would do a little bit better at capturing some of the things. In there that make it seem to fit your narrative. In fact, you know they. She made the comment that you could hear these boys chanting "build the wall." Well, where is that in your video?
1: Yeah, it, it's actually not in the video. And it's not. when I go through the detailed timeline, um, there have been many people that watch. There's been two hour, um, a two hour long video that is unedited that shows the whole event from beginning to end, and people have scrubbed through that video. And Build the Wall was said, but you'll be surprised at who said Build the Wall. And we'll be getting into that when I go into the detailed timeline here. But, I mean, the number one goal of this, and CNN knows better than to do this, to just jump on some random Twitter video and put this kid's face out there as the face of racism. They know what they're doing. It's just to make Trump look
0: bad. And and to be fair, a lot of news networks do this now. And it's not not at all the proper thing to do because – these kids, I mean, within a matter it's like wildfire, man. Within a matter of minutes yeah. you've got the Right Roman Wing outlets church. did the same thing. Yeah, you got the Roman church calling, asking for these kids to be taken out to be um, uh, you know, revoked from their time at that school. You got this lady commenting on that they're not getting proper educations. I mean, all of this stuff in a matter of seconds and minutes. You know, once this stuff hits, it just sets, it's like gasoline, man. It sets ablaze this whole situation and people are just, you know, like I said earlier in the, in the beginning, you know, people look at this stuff and it's just like at face value. It's like, that's gotta be it, man. This is it. This is, there's no, there's gotta be no other way, you know, and, and people jump all over this stuff and they eat it up and then they spread those hoaxes and those rumors and those falsities. Yeah, just, it just snowballs
1: out of control. Yeah, it just snowballs out of control. And so, uh, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to lay out the timeline for you guys. I'm going to try and keep this as short as I can. But uh, I've watched through the footage myself. I've listened to uh, other podcasts and hosts. Uh, go through extreme detailed accounts of the event. Uh, I'm not going to be able to hit on every detail because this video would be several hours long for me. So um, I encourage you, uh, whoever's listening, to go and look up the video yourself, watch the footage yourself.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly. I think – and Keaton makes a really good point. I think that every time that anybody tells you anything or wherever you get your information from, that it's critical – As a a thinking, logical person to backtrack and kind of see this stuff and then not just take it for face value, but actually delve into it and actually research for yourself. I mean, you could even have people that you just trust and they'll tell you something and they might not even be... Meaningly, like meaningfully telling you this just to cause any kind of harm. They could just be like, hey, this is how I heard it, and you just kind of take it for what it is. I, I think that it's important for people to dig into stuff and actually research it. Always yeah. another side of the story.
1: So there are three main parties involved in this whole debacle, so just be sure to remember these three as they come up multiple times during the story here. The Black Hebrew Israelites. So, if you are not familiar with this group, uh, consider yourself lucky. They are this crazy, like religious cult that believes they are the true descendants of Israel and chosen people are, of God or whatever. They,
0: they are legitimately the um, opposite of the West. Well, they're the same as the West Baptist Westboro Baptist Church, yeah, but just but just uh, in an opposite direction.
1: Yeah, no, they they really are. So, I I mean, they go around and there's, I mean, plenty of video. I know New York City has a problem with them, uh, just yelling horrific racial slurs and, and homophobic slurs at people just walking by. So they're, they're a real nice group of people. Um, oh, yeah. You also have they- Nathan Phillips. Uh, he's that Native American tribal leader and that self-proclaimed Vietnam vet. Uh, he's the one playing the drum in the original video
0: i actually, I don't even know if he's self proclaimed I think that the media literally was just putting that out there, and he was just negligent in informing them the real truth because he enjoyed being in the spotlight just to clear that up,
1: yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've seen a video of, of him saying he was a Vietnam war vet, he was like he talked about coming back from the war and how people called him a baby killer and all that.
0: Well, I mean, Elizabeth Warren is also almost full Native American. So, I mean, yeah. it doesn't really matter. The facts don't matter, right? No, that's right. Only if As you're morally correct. Morally
1: correct. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, our last party that you have to remember is Nick Sandman. So he's a teenager uh, from the Kentucky Catholic High School um, visiting D.C. in the video. He is the kid who's just kind of awkwardly... Staring and smiling in the video he's Not that, sure what to do
0: He's that kid that has the face of a dog When you come home And you know that the dog has took a sh- huge dump In the middle of the carpet <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like What did you do And he just sits there with that that, that smirk on
1: his face yeah. right? <laughs> And you see the bag of chips Just ripped to shreds You know the couch is destroyed And he's just looking yeah. at you Yeah exactly So uh, let me go through this timeline as quickly as I can, but I I kind of want to get the details all out for you. Um, This is condensing a two-hour-long video into a quick, hopefully 15-minute break here. So uh, it starts off with a group of teenagers coming from Kentucky. They are with the Covington Catholic High School. They travel to Washington, D.C. for the March for Life, which is like this huge pro-life event. Um, They had something like 600,000 in attendance this year. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence was there. He was talking with Ben Shapiro. The the whole thing, it was was pretty big. Um, So the event ends and the kids have the rest of the day to sightsee. So they kind of break up into small groups, go around, see the different uh, areas in D.C., and their point, where they come back to meet each other, to gather and to um, wait for the buses to take them back where they're going to stay for the night, was the Lincoln Memorial steps. So, a, a few of the groups got done before others, so they kind of are already waiting on the Lincoln Memorial steps. And then this is where the Black Hebrew Israelites and the Native American groups come in. So both of their groups were already set up nearby the Lincoln Memorial and. The black Hebrews are doing exactly what they're known for. So they just start harassing random people in their area. Um, Saying say
0: bull crap that, you know, if, you know, they were even harassing the other Native American members. That's I exactly right. That's actually
1: that. how yeah. this started. So they yeah. actually see the Native Americans um, going through their. Uh, cultural thing their demonstration that they're doing and they start yelling at the native americans calling them uncle tomahawks and how they're worshiping false gods and spouting other vile things at them and it got so bad that uh, a couple of those native americans actually broke away from their um demonstration to just kind of come up to them and kind of peacefully ask them to to stop and that only just threw fuel on the fire for them they just kept um spouting racist things at them um And it it, it got really bad. Hey,
0: hey, hey, remember, they can't be racist, Keaton. They're not white individuals.
1: Yeah, well, the media didn't even mention them when they first got through this video. So I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. So it it got so bad, too. So they tried to these Native Americans tried to peacefully ask them to stop. You know, please shut up. Like you're just yelling racist things at us. Just stop. And. When they wouldn't stop, a couple of them lost their temper. As you know, I don't blame them. You know, they lost their temper, and so they started yelling. Um, they started cursing at the black Hebrews. They started yelling racial slurs back. It was just a bad deal. So <laughs> meanwhile, and then they were,
0: yeah. Then the whole time they're like, "Man, why are we fighting against each other? Look at those kids with red hats on."
1: That's right. The so the, like, oh. the kid, the <laughs> students are just standing, like kind of off to the side, and they're just kind of watching this just awful back and forth between these two groups. And uh, the uh, the black Hebrews start asking the Native Americans they are like, why are you mad at us? You should be mad at those racist ass crackers in the MAGA hats. And so the black Hebrew group shifts their racist, vile bigotry at the high school students And man, it got really bad when they actually saw a couple of black students in the middle of that group. They started calling those black students Uncle Tom's, the N-word. I really wanted to kind of share some of the audio for you guys so you could kind of hear it for yourself. But I decided against it because, uh, I mean, some of what was said to these students, I could barely stand to listen to, much less repeat. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So these students are getting these terrible racist and homophobic insults thrown at them. Uh, Like they got called like children of incest, future school shooters, just terrible stuff. Um, And so these people obviously aren't stopping for anything. They're just going to keep spouting their vile hate. And so the kids come up with the idea that, hey, why don't we just start chanting our school pride song to just drown them out? And, and so and that's exactly what they start doing. And keep in mind, these kids are in high school. They're 16 years How many,
0: how many years of you old, remember being old. in high school? And, I mean, I know when I was in high school, I was one of the top instigators. Man, I was always looking for trouble. I was looking to harass whoever it was just because I, I just was immature and I knew no better. So, uh, I mean, think of that. When you've got these grown adults— are sitting here slandering these high school kids i mean i would i would say they did pretty damn well to kind of negate that hatred in in the form of trying to just drown it out with their own chance
1: Absolutely, so I, you know
0: I commend I commend them for that.
1: Oh, I do too. These these kids handled this situation, and and when we start to go through the rest of the story, it just gets worse. The way they handled this situation, and particularly this um, Nick Sanderman, he handled this like no other sixteen year old can handle this better. Period. He handled this the best way you could possibly handle this kind of situation. So actually.
0: Actually, Keaton, before you go on, he committed what was called a face crime.
1: Yeah, uh, that's straight from uh, Orwell's 1984 right there, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. To wear an improper expression on your face. To look incredulous when a victory was announced. For example, (laughs) was itself a punishable offense. There was even a word for it in newspeak, face crime, it was called. Yeah, oh, that's eerie.
1: It is really eerie. It's actually – I was about to say it's very scary how close we are um, going as a society to Orwell's 1984. It is really actually frightening, legitimately frightening. Uh, anyway, to get back on track here, so um, the, the the school students start chanting their, uh, their school pride chant to drown out the hate coming from the black Hebrews um, and then enter – Nathan Phillips. So contrary to what Phillips original account of the event, um, the students did not seek out and surround him and his group. In fact, Nathan Phillips and his Native American group approached the students while they were doing their school chant. So he goes right into the middle of the students. He picks one kid out and starts slamming his drum inches away from this kid's face. And you can see in the video when Phillips is making his way to the group, the kids kind of start, you know, moving out of his way. They're turning around. They're confused. They're, they're really not sure what is happening at the moment, what exactly he's trying to do. He's just banging on a, a drum and yelling.
0: I, I, I'm really trying to figure out who in the hell is even trying to follow this guy. Like what Indian tribe master was like Nathan Phillips – You look like a proper meth head. Please lead our group to success. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This dude has missing teeth. Looks like he doesn't eat. He looks like a damn chihuahua, a hairless chihuahua that put on an oversized coat Who is going to this man and saying, please, lead our tribe?
1: Yeah. It's like, since people are making snap judgments on this video and snap judgments of the kid, like, I'm just supposed to pretend to look at this guy, believe his story 100%, and pretend that this guy doesn't look like he's smoked his body weight in meth and is on like a peyote vision quest right now.
0: Oh, yeah. He's flying high in the sky right now. Man. He's He's still, you know, spirit hawk. In the air, looking (laughs) for red hats.
1: So Phillips said he did this to de-escalate the situation. I'm not really sure what his idea of de-escalating is, but, I mean, in 2019, I'm pretty sure slamming a drum inches away from someone's face while staring directly at them uh, isn't it. In fact, that's how you get punched in the face. In his
0: defense, maybe he just got done watching that movie Drumline. And he thought that putting on a nice little sweet little tune would just kind of de-escalate the situation. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that or
1: Whiplash. Whiplash was probably more of an inspiration there. That was a great movie, by the way. That was a fantastic movie. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, so... Right at this moment when he's playing the drum in the face, this is this is where the viral video came from, okay? So this is what you see in that three-minute video of him slamming the drum in Nathan – or uh, excuse me, Nick Sanderman's face. And uh, Nick is just standing there awkwardly smiling because he doesn't know why this random man is beating on a drum inches from his face while they're surrounded by the rest of the students who seem to be equally as confused as to what's happening. So – Since the kids were doing their school chant to drown out the black Hebrews like awful racist yelling, they just got done watching the Native American group get harassed by the same black Hebrew Israelites. So they think Phillips is coming to join them in their chant to drown out the black Hebrews. So that's that's why in the video, you see the kids kind of bouncing up and down, clapping with them to the beat of the drum, and they're just kind of like looking around, kind of confused. They think, they think he's joining in on the chant.
0: They're thinking that they're going to combine and create this sweet Voltron, and they're, they're going to defeat these racist bigots on the other side.
1: It's at this point in the extended footage that the Native Americans actually start to hurl racist insults and start cursing at the kids calling them colonizers and telling them to go back to Europe where you came from and uh, that they're on stolen land. And so in the extended video, at this point, when you see the Native Americans start to attack these kids – Nick Sanderman's face changes. He's he's no longer smiling because he's just now starting to grasp what exactly is going on. You can actually see the other students start to argue with the Native Americans after they're being cursed at and everything. And uh, actually, Nick turns around and tells them to stop and to not engage with them. This can ha- this kid handled the situation perfectly. It makes me sick that the media is trying to portray this kid as like the evil racist villain in this story.
0: I mean what what else are you gonna do when you got a meth clown in front of you and he's beating his damn war drum at you I mean what what can
1: you do? Right And so before all this information, before this extended video was uh, was found on the internet, to show you what kind of evil, lying person this Nathan Phillips is, let me read to you what he told reporters at the Detroit Free Press regarding this whole ordeal. Keep in mind, oh, Phillips goody. was, huh?
0: I said, "Oh goody."
1: Yeah. keep Keep in mind, Phillips was present during this uh, this fight between his group and the Black Hebrews, and he heard everything that happened. Okay, so Phillips said, and I quote: "The incident started as a group." of Catholic students from Kentucky were observing the black Israelites talk and started to get upset at their speeches. The Catholic group got bigger and bigger with more than a hundred assembled at one point. They witnessed these individuals on their soapbox saying what they had to say, and I quote, they didn't agree with it and got offended. Then Phillips said, things got heated. They were in the process of attacking these four black individuals Now, that's just a flat-out lie. None of the kids attacked anybody. The only ones that got uh, attacked were the kids themselves. So this guy's just flat-out lying. Well, of course. He said, I was there. I witnessed all of this. As this kept going on and on and escalating, it just got to a point where you just do something or you just walk away, you know? You just see something that is wrong and you're faced with that choice of right or wrong. Philip said one of the members of the Black Hebrew group were also getting, uh, getting heated, saying some harsh things, and that one member spit in the direction of the Catholic students. He said, so I put myself in between that, between a rock and a hard place. But then the crowd of mostly male students turned their anger towards me. There was that moment when I realized I put myself between beast and prey. These young men were beastly. <laughs> These are 15-year-old kids. These are children. He said it it was terrible. (laughs) I was just trying to be a good guy and they hurt me. He said, I put myself between beast and prey. These young men were beastly and those old black individuals were their prey. I stood in between them so that they... He said... And I stood in between them, and so they needed their pounds of flesh, and they were looking at me for that. He said the looks in these young men' faces. I mean, if you go back and look at the lynchings that were done in America, and you'd see the faces on the people, the glee and the hatred in their faces, that's what their faces looked like. Oh, my God. (laughs) This guy is a piece of garbage. God.
0: He really needed that time in the spotlight. God.
1: Well, like you said in the beginning, I mean this crap. apparently this guy is a well-documented left-wing activist. Like he's gone around at different places and he's got a couple different controversies tied to him already. But man, I
0: mean I mean dude, the dude couldn't even you know, do his simple time as a reservist in the Marines. I mean, he couldn't even hold that down. I doubt that the dude holds down a real job. So I I guess activism is his job, which he sucks at that as well. So maybe he's just, I don't know. He needs a new, he needs a new hobby though.
1: So after the original video went viral and Nathan Phillips story is blasted on every single media outlet out there, and accepted just as 100% truth, you know, that nothing else to see here, just this is it. This is what happened. The left and right wing outlets ran with this one sided story. And then Twitter, good, good old Twitter. Uh, you can leave it to the left wing trash piles that live on that site to make things worse. You had verified blue check mark Twitter users advocating violence against these kids. Thank
0: God. Thank God Boo had already passed. Right, labeled as a blue he, check. He mark. would
1: just that get, get drowned out by this story, man. Just let Boo have his time. You got
0: sideshow Bob here, aka Kathy Griffin, saying the reply from the school was pathetic and impotent. Name these kids. I want names, and names is in capital. Shame them. If you think these, oh. She said, "If you think these effers wouldn't dox you in a heartbeat, think again." Yeah. Bravo, Kathy Griffin. She she Bravo. is
1: legitimately like clinically clinically insane. She's got to be like she and she, she look, looks she looks like the offspring of like Beetlejuice and Carrot Top.
0: She literally literally is shooting out a bounty on Twitter. I, how is that within the policy yeah, of Twitter?
1: I, oh, just wait for this next one. So uh, then, on on this tweet here, um, after Kathy Griffin, you know, basically asked the internet to release minors' uh, public information to the internet, we have Hollywood producer Jack Morrissey, who's best oh, known for his work on Beauty and the Beast, and which he's is, which is a kid's tale. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's, he it's- tweets out. MAGA kids go screaming hats first into the wood chipper and tweets a photo of a guy putting a human being a, into a wood chipper and it's just spraying a, blood everywhere. Yeah,
0: that's actually a violent clip from Fargo, by the way. FYI.
1: Yeah. See, I didn't know that. See, that's, yeah. That's so, why you're. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I need you on here.
0: It, and the thing is, is Disney just got done firing? Was it Kevin Feige? Or, or who was it? Um, uh, the director.
1: oh, one One that on. worked
0: on the Marvel movies. Either yeah. way, they just got done firing him for 10-year-old tweets or whatever he did back in the day, you know, talking about other stuff. So I hope that they, they stay in line with this if they're going to go and do this type of James stuff. James Gunn. James Gunn, that's correct. Fired from Guardians of the Galaxy from that. Uh, you know, so... What happened to to sensitivity here? Why you know, people are, are so ridiculous now that they're going off and they can say whatever they want without fear of repercussion. Yeah. You know, I hope I hope that if Disney is taking stuff seriously from ten years ago, which by the way I'm not a fan of. No, I don't me neither people. You know, I, I think that people should have their rights, you know, um to say whatever they want within reason, you know, obviously within reason being the Constitution, the amendments, you know, uh, this person, you know, these are kids, man. These are high school kids. These are I
1: mean, 15, 16-year-old kids, and you're talking about throwing them in a wood chipper. You're talking about wanting their uh, public – their private information released to the public, like their, um, their names, their addresses, and actually – So the left-wing Twitter mob did exactly what Kathy Griffin uh, Griffin ordered, and so they searched the internet. They scoured the internet for this kid's personal information to release to the public, and in their bloodlust, they found a kid that looked very similar to Nick Sanderman, and they released his information. So it was the wrong kid. So th- this this random kid named Michael Hodge, he and his family uh, get their information released along with his parents' business information, and they just start getting bombarded with people harassing them while they're celebrating um, this uh, Michael's brother's wedding. So not, they,
2: not they only st-
0: the yeah, not only the amount of stress that they're probably under from having people contact them from the Catholic Church and all that other crap.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So uh, the, Michael Hodge's parents start receiving uh, threats like, you can't protect Michael Hodge forever. Like this is how they react to something like this. And like, so now that the facts have come out, how are they responding? Well, they're doing this. And, and I mean, some of your like high end, like blue check mark. Uh, left-wing Twitter warriors are starting to go on a tweet-deleting spree, but many of them are doubling down. Uh, Latest example of this is uh, Ilhan Omar, one of the Democratic faces of Congress, one of the new ones that just got in there. And uh, her tweet says, One, the boys were protesting a woman's right to choose and yelled, It's not rape if you enjoy it. So this is in reference, if you don't know. This tweet is in reference to a video on Twitter that said – that was accusing the kids from the Catholic school of saying this thing. Um, It has been totally debunked. It was debunked before this uh, tweet was even put out by Ilhan. Two, they were taunting five black men before they surrounded Phillips and led racist chants. That's just a flat-out lie. Like this is either like complete – ignorance on your own part or just a flat-out lie. And then three, Sandman's family hired a right-wing PR firm to write his non-apology. So this is in reference to Nick Sandman. They wrote a written account of his own um, experience during the whole thing. And yes, he had a PR firm write it for him because this kid is 16 years old and is going through probably – the most important time in his life and one of the most destructive times in his life.
0: I mean, obviously, you know, and I, I've already seen that there are lawyers that are coming to their aid saying, Hey, let's let's file a lawsuit for defamation of character, which absolutely, I hope. And I pray that this happens and it goes through because these clowns need to be taught a lesson. And I don't care if you're right wing, left wing, wing, whatever, you don't do that to kids.
1: Yeah, No, it's absolutely ridiculous. And um, so this tweet was sent yesterday and has since been deleted. But at this point, after all of the facts have come out, after the two hours of continuous video was released, you still double down on obvious lies at this point. Uh, There's no more helping these people that they're so blinded by pure hate that facts and evidence mean absolutely nothing to them because that's what – that wasn't what they were going for in the first place. They only care I mean, about furthering their agenda.
0: I mean, at least to my bad, you know what I'm saying? At least that. Not even
1: that. I, I mean, this poor kid, Nick Sandman. he just went on NBC to do an interview to clear his name and to give his side of the story and all that. And, and why don't you just listen in to how Savannah Guthrie from NBC tries to back this 16-year-old kid into a corner to force an apology. Listen to this. Do you feel from this experience that you owe anybody an apology? Do you see your own fault in any way?
0: As far as standing there, I had every right to do so. I don't, I, my position is that I was not disrespectful to Mr. Phillips. I respect him. I'd like to talk to him. I mean, in hindsight, I wish we could have walked away and avoided the whole thing. Uh,
1: look at his objection. Eyes. Straight...
0: Leading the witness. Yeah, Leading the witness.
1: That is straight up like a deer and headlight look from this kid because he is legitimately frightened right now. He's got the media national spotlight on him. He's yeah. been told. He has been told that he is the face of racist America.
0: I'm surprised that Savannah didn't like. Move over to the side and be like, You gotta give me something, Sandman, please. <laughs> I please. can't leave
1: here without <laughs> giving me something.
0: And and if this wasn't bad enough, right? You have people that are that are reaching out, so you've got celebrities. It, it, it's known as the um the ninny hens that are on this show called the View. Oh and you have God. this absolute I don't even know what to say about her, but her name's Joy Behar, and she pretty uh, much—not even pretty much—she just straight up says we're doing this because we want Trump out of office. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Just straight up. All about. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about. This here, listen into this rare moment where Joy Behar actually tells the truth so the school kids were blamed for being the aggressors but then the extended footage was released that showed a group of black israelites mocking the kids and the native american take a look
0: we are here to tell you what you have to do you have to come away from the lord you have to come away from your religions philosophies and doctrines and start worshiping the true and living power which which his name is Yahweh. That's who's the the Most High God. That's right. bastards over there wearing Make
1: America That's right. Lord Billy, Lord corny ass Billy in there. Why are you not angry at that? So many uh, people admitted they made snap judgments before these other facts came in, but is it that we just? Instantly say that's what it is based on what we see in that moment and then have to walk stuff back when it turns out we're wrong Why is that? Why is do we keep making the same mistake because we're we're desperate to get Trump out of office? (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny
2: I think that that's the reason. I think the press jumps the gun a lot because we just – we have so much circumstantial evidence against this guy that we basically are hoping that – Hold on. Stop it right
0: there. Does she know what the hell circumstantial
1: means? (laughs) I don't think she even knows where she is right now, to be honest. This lady is completely senile.
0: And the funny part is if you caught that, once she said that we want Trump out of office and all this stuff, at the very end you can see one of the View uh, co-hosts on there like well not everybody yeah This is how far it's gotten. I mean, you just got people just being blatantly disrespectful at this time now, and people are getting away with it because they're corralling themselves into this sheep pen, and they're all gonna chant the same stuff, and they're all gonna take the same take the same view and approach on everything because that's you know there's strength in numbers, you know, and and sadly they're just going the wrong way with everything, and it's not fair.
1: If people on the left want to know why so many resonate with Trump calling the mainstream media fake news, I present to you Exhibit A. This whole entire situation. This garbage is exactly why people's trust in the media is at an all-time low. It has tanked. So well done, guys. People can't even expect a shred of professionalism by you. And I I did more... I did more research, and I just started this podcast. I did more research and work than CNN, ABC, NBC, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, and all those garbage networks out there. And you know what? I'm going to end it on this.
0: If you're going to tell me that this kid committed a quote-unquote face crime—we're pulling that from George Orwell's book— You know, what did Joy Behart commit? Because she's obviously laughing about it. I think that her sentencing should be one rock bottom or a powerbomb through the damn view table.
1: Her face should literally be a crime. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I I got for one episode. I'm exhausted. So thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to like us on Facebook and share us with your friends. We're now located on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next serving of Freedom Strips.
0: I love chicken strips.